All right, hey, I'm going to go up here. I think some people up here. Y'all just go your way, and I'll go on up here, and I'll meet y'all back in the fields. I'll see you in a little bit, okay? Let's go. Boy, I guess I got to catch some breath. Hold on. Been running all over Bethlehem for a while. Just telling this people, telling, telling the story to people. So hold on. Catch some breath. I got a story to tell you. You won't believe it. You just don't know what's happened tonight. We were out in the fields, and we were just taking care of the sheep, just minding the sheep, you know, doing what we do all the time, just watching the sheep, making sure nobody steals one or, or wolves don't come up and get it or anything like that. And we were just out there, and it was, you're talking about dark. It was dark tonight. As you know, the moon's not up too big, and, and we had built a fire, and we were just kind of sitting around talking a little bit. And all of a sudden, I mean, just all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it was just unbelievable what happened, the way it happened all of a sudden. This angel came and stood before us. I mean, he just came and stood there, and the glory of the Lord just shone around him. I mean, just lit the whole place up. You talk about getting scared. You say, it doesn't sound like you'd be scared of an angel. Well, you go out in the middle of the pasture, middle of the night, dark, no lights around, nobody but you and your friends, and see if you don't get scared if somebody just shows up and light goes all over the place and see what happens. We got scared. And I mean, we were just terrified. And we kind of backed up, like, what's going on here? Angel said, don't be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy for all the people. And he was talking about us. He was talking about you. And he said, for all the people. Because he said, hold on. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. And he's talking to us. Now, you know how shepherds are. We're not too, well... <laughs> You know, y'all don't respect us too much. We're usually known as mm, thieves and liars, uh, no good people, uh, look down on, you know, dirty. We're not rich. We don't have money. We don't have stuff. You know, we just go out there around these smelly cheap sheep, and we get smelly, and, you know, then we come walking by you, want to shake your hand. No, maybe not, you know. And so you know how it is. You know our reputation. You know how people think of us and look at us and talk about us and all that. But when that angel said, the Savior's been born for you, he was talking to us. But again, he was talking to everybody because he said for all the people, the, the, the child, is the Savior's been here for all the people. And so the Savior, the one who rescues. And so he said, that's not all. He said, you'll, let me give you a sign just so you'll understand, just so you'll know what you're looking for, just so you'll know that it's true and it's real. I'm going to give you a sign. You're going to find a baby wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. A baby wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. In the town of David, Bethlehem, in other words, the lineage of David. King David was born there. And so then, hey, that was great news. I mean, he said he was coming to share good news, and he did share some good news and told us about the Savior being born and how he was Christ the King uh, the Messiah, the Christ, the one we've been looking for. He's finally come. We knew about him coming, and we've heard about him coming. We've read about him coming for years, and now he's here. He's born in a manger. It just didn't seem right, didn't seem typical, but he said, I'm going to give you a sign that you're going to find a baby wrapped in cloth, lying in a manger. We were saying like, okay, whatever. And so then all of a sudden, as if that wasn't enough, all of a sudden the, the sky just lit up. I mean, these angels, I mean, hundreds and thousands of angels came and gathered there, and they started singing, and they started praising God. They just singing praise to the glory of God, glorify God, glorifying God, and uh, just praising His 
holy name and just such a wonderful time being in their presence, hearing the singing and experiencing that and the light and the angels. And then all of a sudden, they all disappeared. I mean, just as quick as they came, they left just as quick. As quick as we were terrified and surprised, as quick as that, they just left. And there we were just looking at it, just kind of standing and all, just kind of standing around like, you know, wasn't that something? Wasn't that an experience? You know, here this angel sits there and, or stands there and tells us, a Savior's been born for all the people. Christ the King, the Messiah. Not just for all the people, but he said for us, for you. And he pointed to us and said for you. And so we were talking about it after they left and said, hey, the sign, the town of David, Bethlehem, a baby wrapped in cloths lying in a manger. Let's go see. I mean, we took off, ran into Bethlehem, and we knew there weren't going to be in an inn. They weren't going to be staying in a hotel. We knew they weren't in somebody's home. So we had to go to places where they feed the livestock, or we'd find some donkeys or some cows or something. And so if he's in a manger, that means he's in a feed trough uh, where they feed the animals. And so we knew to look for that, look for the animals. And so we began looking through town, and all of a sudden we found it. There they were. We just kind of eased up in there to them. And Joseph was standing there. We didn't know who he was till he introduced himself. It was Joseph was there, the daddy. And we told him what had happened. We, we said, you know, here's what happened out in the fields there. And a little bit ago, met the angel and, and all that happened. And he told us he was Joseph. And then there was Mary down by the baby. And, and she introduced herself and told us her story about what happened with her, about how the angel visited her and how she uh, was going to have the anointed one, the son of God. And, and went through the whole story there. And then Joseph had to tell about how she d- he didn't believe her story to begin with, but God had to convince him and through a dream told him what was going to happen. And he understood then. And Joseph and Mary were fine to meet them and to hear their stories. And we shared our story with them of what we just experienced out in the fields there. That's not who we came to see. We didn't come to see Joseph. <laughs> we didn't come to see Mary. The sign he, the angel gave us wasn't about them. He said we'd find a baby wrapped in cloths lying in the manger. And so as we talked with them, we looked over there, and sure enough, <laughs> there's that feed trough, and there's that baby. It's like you just wanted to get on your knees and just get close and just look and just just kind of sit there and stand there and kneel there in amazement and just the child, the, the, the Son of God, the, the anointed one that the angel told us about, the Savior, the Messiah, the Christ. All of those titles that he carried, not only that, but he carried the title of king. And so that's the one we'd been looking for for centuries that would lead the people of Israel to freedom and to safety and have his protection. And now here we are, plain old, sorry old, shepherds right there in his presence and we were just talking about all this and we talked about everything that we'd experienced they'd experienced and then uh we said well here's what we need to do we need to leave here and go tell people and so we simply headed out to go tell everybody we could find i mean we've been all over bethlehem we've been all over the area just telling people we'd find a person here, a person there, a group of people like you, and we'd just go and say, guess what happened tonight? Here we were out in the fields, and an angel appeared to us, and he said, don't be afraid of him, but today in the city of David, a Savior's been born to you, good news for you, and he's Christ the King, and 
signs can be the baby wrapped in cloths lying in a manger. And we had to see. But not only did we have to see, we had to go tell. We had to go tell people wherever we could find them, here's what we experienced, here's what we heard, but here's what we saw. And we can tell other people, you can experience the same thing. And so we were going all over town. But before we left that manger that night, before we left there tonight, we noticed Mary in particular. You know, we're sharing our story with her. We encountered the angel and what the angel said to us, don't be afraid. And she shared her story about encountering the angel, don't be afraid. And Joseph encountered the angel in his sleep and said, don't be afraid. Take Mary home to be your wife. And so as we were talking about all that, we noticed Mary just kind of sitting there, taking it all in and just absorbing it. And just we could tell she was thinking on it. It's kind of like we do sometimes. We just listen to people or listen to something or listen to something on TV or a program or a, or a story or reading a book or hearing a song or whatever it might be. And we just begin to think about a lot of things that ties all that together. Maybe that song reminded us of something or maybe that what something told us reminded us of something. And we just tie it all together. We put it all together and we think over it. We ponder over it. And we notice Mary doing that that night. And we just wondered, leaving there, what's going on in her mind? How is she absorbing all of this in her mind? What's she thinking, really? And what's she understanding about her role in life right now? I mean, she's uh, a young teenage mother having her first child. How much does she know about parenting? But even more than that, how much does she know about parenting the Son of God, the anointed one? What kind of mother would she be? And she's thinking about all these things that were going on around her, the angels, the shepherds, and us, and all those things. What she got going on in her mind? So we left there leaving them and not knowing what she was thinking, but we had to just take off and go tell as many people as we could about what we had seen, what we had heard, and that the good news is the Messiah, the Christ, has been born. And so it was good news even tonight as we share it, but it will be good news tomorrow and next week the next month and for eternity of what happened that evening or that day that Jesus was born. And so it is for you and I today. You know, the Messiah has come. The Savior has come. The Christ has come. The Anointed One. The word literally means Emmanuel, God with us. God has come into this world to be with us. God has come into this world to share himself in Jesus, the bodily form of God, and perform miracles and do things in this world that he would do to show us who he really is and let us know that he does love us and he does care about us and he does want the best for our lives. And so as a result of that, we have to go to him where he is and meet him and say, Lord, I believe in you. I trust you. I understand who you are. You came here for me. And so I'm not to be afraid of life. I'm not even to be afraid of death because of you, Jesus. You're the Savior the Lord, the Master. And so as a result of that, we turn our lives to Him and we begin to trust Him. We begin to follow Him. We begin to grow in Him. We begin to learn from Him. We begin to experience Him firsthand, not just what somebody else said about Him, as with the shepherds that evening, about the angel coming to them and saying, let me tell you about Jesus. Let me tell you about the Savior. Let me tell you about the Christ being born. Here's the sign. And just saying, oh, that's great. That's wonderful. Good. So what? And they'll leave it at that, and for us to just go tending to sheep and not go and see about him for ourselves and experience him firsthand. 
We wanted to experience Him firsthand as shepherds. We wanted to see Him, to understand Him. But see, a lot of times in our world today, it's fine to hear about Jesus. It's good to know about Jesus. It's good to have stories around Christmas time and, and see scenes like this and uh, movies that you see about uh, the birth of Jesus and, and so many things we see and hear about. But what about experiencing Jesus for ourselves? Not just hearing about him, not just talking about him, not just saying, that's a great story, that's a great scene, that's a great look at the lights in that yard and the scene in the yard and all that sort of thing, but to experience him for ourselves as Lord, Master, and Savior, the Messiah, the one who came to save, the Savior, the one who came to rescue us, Emmanuel, God with us. And so God wants to be with us all times because He, the angel told the shepherds that night, I bring you good news of great joy for all the people. And then he pointed to the shepherds and for you. And so no matter where we are in life, no matter what kind of person we've been or are, no matter what our background is, no matter how poor we are, how rich we are, anywhere in between, Jesus came for us because we all need to be rescued from sin. See, when we're born in this world, we're born in this world as sinners. We come here as a sinner. We don't have to teach little children how to lie, how to steal, how to cheat. We don't have to teach that. They learn it because within us, we know how to do wrong. Doing wrong's easy. It's the doing right that's the hard part. And that's where Jesus has to come in. Jesus has to teach us and train us and take us in his hand and say, let me rescue you out of your sins and bring you into my kingdom so that you can have eternal life in heaven with me but not only eternal life in heaven and with him, but also in this world to live for him in this kingdom, serving him, being obedient to him, doing life like he wants us to do life, not like we want to do life. Do you ever think you come to a time in your life that this is just the way I want to live? This is just the way I want to be. This is my life. I'm going to live it the way I want to. Jesus said, does it follow his plan? Does it follow his will? Does it follow his ways or is it following our ways and our will? And so many times we can have two different things going one way, our way, and going another way, God's way, and we're not meeting anywhere there. And so God says, I want to come into your life. I want to come and fill you up with the Holy Spirit. I want to make a difference in your life. I want you to make a difference in the world in which you live. And not just say by name, not just say by word, yeah, I'm saved, I'm born again, yeah, I'm I'm this, I'm that, or I'm not, any of that. He wants us to have a full and meaningful life. And it means hearing about him first, but then it means hearing from him second, and then experiencing him for yourselves and saying, I know Jesus not because of what I heard, but because of what happened in my life. See, I was a young teenage boy too one time. <laughs> I know it's hard to believe at my age. But I was a teenager one time and uh, took the wrong road. I mean, going in the wrong direction from God. God was going that way and I was going that way. Just as fast and as hard as I could go. And uh, got involved in a lot of things I didn't need to get involved in. Did a lot of things I didn't need to do and went in a lot of directions I didn't need to go. But I went because I wanted to live my life. I want to do what I want to do. And not until that night that that man sat down in his living room and shared with me for the 1500 times <laughs> about Jesus and who he was and what he could do in my life 
did I say, I get it now. See, he had been telling me about Jesus. I'd been hearing about Jesus. I'd been understanding about Jesus, but I had never experienced him in my own life until that particular night that I was born again, that I was saved. I wasn't in a church. I wasn't in church. I tried to sit in a church one night about midnight or 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock. Got scared to death. Had to get out of there before I got saved. And so we have to hear about him, but we have to experience him for ourselves also. And so as the shepherds, we had to go. Not because the angel told us to. The angel didn't tell us to go. We knew we had to go because we need to see Jesus for ourselves. But then when we left there, Mary and Joseph didn't tell us, hey, y'all go tell everybody you see, just just take off and go tell people about what you've seen and heard tonight. You've met Joseph, you've met Mary, you've met Jesus. Just go tell people about it. They didn't say anything about that. We knew we had to go because we had the good news for ourselves. We knew who the Savior was for ourselves. We knew who the Christ was for ourselves. And we wanted everybody to know about it because it was good news. And anytime we hear good news, we want to share that with people. And so it is today, too. You hear some good news about something, whatever it may be. You know, right now, maybe it's good news about the economy you hear one day. You want to tell somebody about that. Hey, you know what are about the economy is this and that and the other, maybe a little better than this and all. Or you see a good movie, you go to a good restaurant or whatever it may be. If you go to a fine restaurant, a good restaurant, I don't mean one of those fine ones, I don't know where those are, but uh, <laughs> those good restaurants and you have a good meal and somebody asks you where you like to eat, you fill in the blank with a place you like to eat. Because you like it's good food, and you like to go there. You go over and over and over. Uh, there's a place we go a lot of times, and the lady comes around and says, "Hey, hadn't seen you in about a week. Where y'all been?" You know, and so we go to one pretty regular. But um, so it is with God. So it is with Jesus. The angel said to us shepherds, "I give you good news and great joy. <laughs> that would be for all the people. When we get the good news, we want to share that." We're feeling good and joyful. We want to share that. We want to experience. Uh, we want other people to experience what we've, we've experienced. And for us today that are saved, we've heard the good news. And we responded to the good news. And we were born again. We were saved. And now we have great joy in our life because we're saved. We're born again. We're living a full and meaningful life. We're serving Him. We're being obedient to Him. And we know that one day when we leave this world, we're going to go be with Him forever and eternity in heaven. And so therefore, we've heard the good news. We've experienced for ourselves. We know the joy of being a Christian, what it means to be a Christian, and the joy that we have in our heart being a Christian. And so therefore, we want others to know it too. And so we go and tell. We just go and tell, hey, let me tell you what Jesus did in my life. Or we go and tell, hey, why don't you just come to church next Sunday and just experience for yourself uh, what I experienced. And you just share Jesus with people, letting them know it's good news for them, and they can have the same great joy. And so for us today, where do we go from here? Well, it starts by being born again, being saved. And maybe we're not. Maybe we've never experienced Jesus for ourselves in a meaningful way. We've heard about him. We've read about him. Uh, maybe we've been in church for a long time or whatever. But for ourselves, we've just never experienced him. We never had that firsthand experience. And so we understand today, well, that's good news. That's great joy. He wants me to be in his kingdom serving him. Let me start there. And once we start there, then we begin to say, hey, let me show you the good news of what happened this week. Let me show you this great joy that I've got in my heart because I was saved. I was born again. And I want you to know that. I want you to hear about it. And we want to tell people about it. So wherever we are, we know the good news and we want the great joy. 
and we can have that today. And then we can leave and, and share that with other people. And so wherever we are in our life, whatever we're going through today, God says, I love you, I care about you, and I want to give you the good news and great joy that can be for you 24-7.